Hello and welcome to this video. Today we're going to be giving our initial reaction to Impact's um, recent post on Andrew Tate. The thing is, is that I've actually recorded the video already. However, I realized halfway through the recording that the video is going to take a bit too long to fit in this video. So I decided to split it into two sections. This video, which is the first section, is just going to be my initial reaction. And the second video, which will be coming out very, very soon, is on my meta-analysis about why this post represents everything which is wrong with social media as a whole. So without further ado, let's get right into this video. And of course, stay tuned for the second section. Now, before I get into this video, just as a disclaimer to all you snowflakes out there who's going to message and spam random hate comments in the description below, I'd like to make it very clear that I do not condone anything that um, Andrew Tate is saying, nor am I saying that, oh, everything he said is perfect, I'm being this great apologist for Tate. No, I'm not doing anything of that sort. Rather, I'm just saying that this post, which we're going to be talking about in this video, is greatly representative of a lot of problems, including extremism, a disillusionment, and a lot of problems which we see on social media today. And hopefully by going over this post, we're going to be able to understand a bit more about the situation and, and analyze it a bit better. Alrighty, let us start off with the first page. It says, Andrew Tate is teaching young boys to be violent misogynists. It's time for a social media platform to do something. And the main problem that I have with this is that when you call someone a violent misogynist, the problem is, is that it uses the term so much that it loses all its meaning. When terms are used too much, especially terms which have great significance, like things like misogynist, sexist, um, bigotry, racist, or not calling someone a Nazi, right? All of these have great historical significance because it is horrible to be misogynist, it's horrible to be sexist, it's horrible to uh, be a Nazi, to hate Jews, to be a racist, right? It's horrible to be all those things. The only problem occurs is that when you then apply that term to literally everybody in the street who disagrees with you, it then loses all its meaning. Like if I call everyone in the street a Nazi, well, what's the problem of being called a Nazi if everyone is, becomes a Nazi? Not because of the connotation of the Nazi, but rather because it loses its meaning because it's used way too much and that makes it clearly ridiculous. So it's very important for us to make sure that we're using these terms very, very specifically and using them very, very focused. And I'd also like to interestingly point out that it's time for social media platforms to do something. Well, if you're going to um, cancel Tate, I'll also like um, social media to cancel impacts. I do think they have quite a lot of dodgy and propaganda like um, posts previously, which we can talk about on another day, or I might talk later on when we're doing the meta-analysis. But without further ado, let's go to the next slide. Andrew Tate is a kickboxer and influencer who violently misogynistic homophobic videos have propelled him to global fame among young men and boys. Well, I think that this is clearly some narrative that um, Impact or whoever is posting this is trying to present. Andrew Tate as an influencer or kickboxer is only there or only famous because it was the misogynistic comments or his homophobic videos, which I think is clearly not the case if you actually analyze it. Because people aren't drawn to homophobia or misogyny. People are drawn to things which either they feel disillusioned or when they feel that they are going through a hard time. There's not, it's, not a, it's not a coincidence that most revolutions throughout history occur when people are poor. And I think this is, is from this perspective that Andrew Tate um, really, really uh, resonates with a lot of young men because, of course, the idea that men should be um, the major income maker of a family is something which, is, which occurs throughout history since the dawn of time. And especially when econ economy is collapsing right now, a lot of people are looking at society like, well, how on earth am I going to be able to raise family money? Well, raise my family. How am I going to be able to... Um, compete with all the other men out there, which is something that Andrew Tate says. And, and they look at him and he says, well, this guy was poor, he was starving in the street a few years ago, but for some reason, whatever it is, he managed to become a, a multi-millionaire and they're like, well, I wish I have that dream. I wish I could accomplish that dream. And I think that that, at the end of the day, is the core reason for why Andrew Tate is so attractive. It's not because of any comment or video he makes. It is that idea that it's like going to America for the American dream. It doesn't matter what America consisted of at the back in the old days, right? My great-grandparents were Asian, went to America, they faced racial abuse, but regardless of that racial abuse, they had that uh, American dream within them that they could potentially make a life for themselves, and they were able to develop themselves, right? And, and whether for good or for evil, right, that is the reason why they're being attracted to Andrew Tate, or the reason why people are being attracted to this American dream. It's not because of these small problems here or there, but rather because of a meta 
analysis of the situation as a whole and saying, well, there actually are things which are beneficial and let's actually try to follow or replicate that within our lives. Now let us carry on. The 25 year olds is because they've been through less dick. I'll say this right here on the fucking internet. I don't give a shit. People sit there and go, oh, you can't say that. Yes, I can. A 19 year old is more attractive than a 26 year old woman. And I'll tell you why. Because that 26 year old has talked to more guys, been to the club more times, been more places, been fucked and dumped more times, more arguments, more heartbreak, more bullshit, more mess for me to clean up. Whereas a 19 year old might have had one guy from high school just broke up, she's fresh, and I can fucking put my imprint on her, make her a good person, and without her having to go through all that detriment to learn about life. And I think that this is a clearly, um, this is one of the areas where you only take one segment out of the clip to use it as representative evidence for the entire um, corpus of his works or his thoughts or his beliefs. And I think that the truth with this situation is that, of course, his way he presented it might not have been the best. Examples might not have been the best. He's a kickboxer, not a philosopher. However, when we're talking about this situation, it is very, very clear that. Well, there are, there are certain elements of truth in this. And what I mean by this certain elements of truth is that, well, there's, a, there's an idea of value which is intrinsic and inherent to each person. And you can either do things to increase that value or decrease that value. For example, if I did drugs all day and I did alcohol all day and I started getting fat and obese and I fell into uh, a well of self-created depression, well, I'll say I've, I've self, through my own free will, ruined my own value. And the same way I think that that is uh, what Andrew Tate is arguing for here. Of course, what he presents it might be a bit different, but rather saying, well, if someone constantly goes through this hookup culture, goes to the club, goes through a lot of this emotional heartbreak and all this stuff, they naturally lose their own value. Should they have the freedom to do that? Definitely. I believe people have the freedom to do whatever they want. But at the same time, there are definitely going to be consequences, which you have to bear in mind. And that's just what I am arguing here. And that's something which is very important. Who knows who we are? Well, me. Help him. No. Why? Because I ain't gay. I mean, this is quite a funny video, and I wouldn't talk much about it because, I mean, both sides, I think, reckon bit of a joke and it's quite a funny joke here. Underneath the absurdity of Andrew are the darker, more insidious consequences he has on young boys. Andrew Tate is not just an edgy misogynist on the internet, he's also one in real life. He's been under investigation for sex trafficking and raping Romania where he lives. In one video he explained that 40% of his reasons for moving to Romania was because the Romanian police were like less, less likely to receive sexual allegations than the police in the US. I mean look, anyone can be um, accused of anything, right? I could accuse Impact for sexual assault, I could figure out who their names write to the lawsuit to them. Would I win? No. Um, can I accuse anyone of it? Yes. So I mean, look, at the end of the day, of course, sex traffic and rape are horrible. These things must be fought against at all circumstances, and no one in the world is condoning that. However, I just do think that if you are going to say, well, oh, he's been under investigation, sure. But at the same time, let's find a court case and figure out, well, who exactly is he actually guilty? Because we do live, of course, fortunately, in a country where, or in a world where we do believe that people are innocent until proven guilty. And that's something I like to hold till the day I die. And I think that that's very important here, because if you're in a society where you're guilty until proven innocent, well, Welcome back to um, the Soviet Union and that property. So I think my sister is her husband's property. I'm not saying anything new. I'm not saying anything which is really, truly even controversial. The whole world agreed that the woman belongs to the man when she decides to give herself to a man. Of course, it's an area where I do indeed disagree with Andrew Tate. I don't think it is right to say that women are property or any such in a broad general statement. Of course, I would like to see the full clip of where he's actually illustrating what he's arguing. Because of course, here only takes like one sentence out of this entire discussion. However, I do actually think that uh, marriage are indeed a um, communion or a commitment by both parties on a certain amount of agreements. For example, the male can't cheat or the female should cheat or do whatever they want. And there's a certain amount of set of agreements in which both parties agree to certain terms to say, well, within this relationship, I'm not going to be doing X, Y, or Z. And in some sense, it is the objectification of individuals in the sense that they are um, put down to a certain set of rules. However, at the same time, it's not the idea that someone's property in the sense that, well, oh, they all have no more freedoms. Of course, you do have freedoms, but at the same time, those have to be bound within reason and agreement between Artists. This is one of his more um, controversial ones. Let's go watch it. Slap, slap, grab, choke, shut up, bitch, sex. Slap. Now, I do think one of the funniest things here is that I think this really illustrates one of the ridiculous nature of society today, right? Like, 
in society today, we, we see all these things which says, oh, women can do whatever they want with their bodies. Oh, women can do whatever they want, this, that, X, Y, and Z. You can do whatever you want. Sex is supposedly something which is no longer something which is holy, but something which anyone can do as long as having sex. And anyone who's watched um, Fifty Shades of Grey knows that this is something that some girls really do like doing. And I'm, now I'm not saying that all of the girls do like doing this, but well, I mean, of course, if you look at the situation, I mean, some people might like it, and according to this leftist uh, liberal argument, well, good on them, I guess, but then this clearly demonstrates that they do have some hypocritical um, messaging when they are actually talking about it. Now, of course, I don't think that this is the best way to teach people about sex ed, but at the same time, I do think that um, it does illustrate quite a contradiction within their own thoughts. Now, let's go to the next video. Um, videos of Andrew Tate having viewed 111.6 billion times on TikTok alone. Many of them have, many of them violate um, community guidelines, but aren't being taken down. Why? Views generate profit, blah, 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 blah. And, and of course, I saw a TikTok from this girl who said, Andrew Tate is making my boyfriend hate me. It broke my heart to pieces. Well, if your boyfriend hates you, well, just dump him. I mean, seriously, like, what? I mean, if he hates you, then dump him, right? I mean, there's always going to be dicks out there. Personal relationship advice from Josh Yen. Just dump them if they hate you. And, and if they're abusing you, of course, try to address them. Um, speak to a teacher or speak to anyone who you can reach out to, and that's definitely very, very important. But at the same time, I don't think that this is the exception and not the rule. And of course, there's always going to be people who take people's advice or or bad takes and develops on them. There's always going to be those people, and we always have to fight against it. However, I don't think that doing stuff like this is really natural. I'll elaborate on that in a bit. Hold social media platforms accountable for giving the largest microphones to the most dangerous people. Yeah, I think that social media platforms should be accountable, but at the same time, it's important for us to have these social media platforms for free speech because. I could use the very same argument against Impact itself. I think they have some really, really horrible takes. You just scroll through all of these things. Like some of these are actually extremely ridiculous and and these are clearly brainwashing the youth. So that's quite dangerous. So I think that if you're going to hold um, Impact by their own stance, they would probably have to be taken down if you're looking at it from a purely philosophical situation. Though, of course, knowing society these days, this isn't really a philosophical or intellectual debate. It really is just who has the loudest voice and as a result, that's the reason why people like Andrew Tate and Impact have quite a big influence on society as at large. So I hope you've enjoyed this instant reaction. I'll be making my full analysis, the meta-analysis, in the future very, very soon. So make sure you keep your eyes out on this channel. Stay tuned. I hope you've enjoyed this video. Stay tuned for more. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Stay safe. See you soon. Thanks for watching and goodbye.